Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarcasm Speaks, Jared Bob. And if you're on YouTube and if you're audio, you'll figure it out soon. We got Nick here. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to stick around for the whole show, but he's at least making a guest spot. Yeah, I was, I was, I was in the vicinity. I figured I'd stop on by and say hello to the people. Yeah. Uh, returning this second, second time, third time. Uh, second time. Second time. My first appearance was at the, at the old house. Yep. Um, Vinny, <laughs> Vinny was there. Good yep. <laughs> yeah, Vinny made a new friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So we, this is actually the first episode after the masters, which we were actually just talking about before we came upstairs to record. Um, so we didn't actually talk about it uh, with Eric on the last episode because it was still going on. Uh, so Scotty Scheffler uh, won the Masters in, I don't want to say like a lackluster way, but like it wasn't super, like after the fourth hole, uh, there was really no no contest. It wasn't close after the fourth hole. No. Yeah, I mean, he chipped in on three and that was basically it. Yeah, yeah. It was just you know it was one of those situations where him and Cam were in the exact same spot, and you know Scheffler goes first. I think it was nine eight, minus nine minus eight at that point, so it was only one shot difference between the two. But he holds out, Cam bogeys, and then that was it. You know, I think I I texted you and said, hey, we might actually have some drama here on Sunday. And prematurely, like five minutes later after the you know, 10, 15 minutes away of them trying to figure out what the hell to do with their Mark Falls or Sheffler's ball, you know, it was gone. So Yeah, I didn't realize, I don't know, I don't think the broadcast did a really good job of explaining what was actually going on. I found out on Twitter after that there was the whole obstruction thing because of the scoreboard and he got a, he got relief from the scoreboard and not having to hit behind it. And like people on Twitter were flipping out about that. And obviously, you know, he puts it to the same spot as Cam Smith short of the green and then holes out. And now everyone is, you know, going even more nuts. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I don't, I didn't, I didn't catch it on the broadcast. Like I said, maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention. Um, but he went, way way for left <laughs> um and got relief so i don't know i guess it worked out for him but yeah the uh the birdie birdie start by cam smith was great that's when i think everyone was like all right let's go we might have something and then can't go birdie 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 bogey bogey uh so is what it is and then obviously he uh dropped the tee shot on 12 right in Right in the river. So I still can't believe fucking guys do that. I, I, it, it fucking blows my mind that on the 12th hole on Sunday, guys will still fucking miss short, right? It, it is fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, I was talking uh, when we were, before we got on, I was telling uh, Jared, I was so pissed off at how, you know, Sunday went. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch, watch the 19 all over again. <laughs> and watching all the guys just, put the ball in the drink like it was Molinari, Fino, uh, Brooks. They all put it in. It's like, what are you doing? And then, you know, looking back at 19, you know, Tiger, you know, puts it in between the two, two bunkers. And that's really the, the safe play to do it. But everyone just tries to go for it on 12. It's, it's, a, it's, I'm trying to, I don't remember who said this. 
there are, I guess there's academic papers that go over all of the, I guess, forces or just aspects of that 12th hole. And it's like the way the wind comes, the height of the trees, there's a canopy effect. I don't know what a canopy effect is, but there is one. And it's like, <laughs> there's all these things going on at that hole. So the wind is never predictable. We know that. Anyone who's played yeah. the video game sees the, the ticker just go around like this. Where's the wind direction? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the wind is nuts there. And if you're a right-handed player, the typical miss is long left, short right. Well, it's a right pin. Why the fuck would you be aimed at that fucking pin? Why the fuck would you not be aimed in between the bunkers so if you're short right it catches the front bunker and if you're long left it catches the back bunker i right. it, it it just blows my mind because there's one guy out there that's made a fucking career of putting it in between those two fucking bunkers yep and he has five green jackets and it's and it's almost has a fucking mullet and a ratty stack <laughs> <laughs> it's and i know on thursday and friday the the wind was absolutely insane <clears throat> but i forget who it, was. it might have been justin thomas he pulled seven iron on 12 and like i said like what would be for him would be like a chip shot he essentially hit like a half swing with a seven iron just to keep it low enough so that it wouldn't go up in the air and get caught by like the 30 mile an hour winds and it's like, it's, even just do that. It just blow it, it, it blows my mind. And it's like, so there's a guy and he does, he does strategy stuff. His program's called decade. His name's Scott Fawcett. And he is a fucking prick. Like he is an absolute prick. So people don't like him because he's a douchebag. Now I can look past that as a resident douchebag. I can live with it. Um, but people also don't like him because he tries to turn the game into math. And it's like, oh, the 12th hole, you need to like whatever. And he go, so he watched Cam Smith splash it and goes, there's no reason that should have happened. He goes, if you take, if you take the right aim, you cannot do what he just did. Like it is impossible. If you pick the right target, what he did is impossible. And it just costs him the tournament. And if you notice, where did Scotty Scheffler hit it? Long, Long left. left. Yeah. Yeah. So had he maybe hit a little bit of a flare, we'd all be talking about how aggressive he was and how good he was. And wow, he really took on that Sunday pin because he hit it to 12 feet. No, he was aimed at the back fucking bunker and flared it. Only the problem is the opposite happened. He was aimed at the back bunker and yanked it. And still got fucking up and down. So it's like, I just, I, I, I just don't get these guys. Like, especially on 12. Like, if you want to go for 13 because it has possibility for eagle, fine. If you want to make a rip at 16 to hopefully throw it down the ridge and let it feed down, gotcha. Everybody knows your tournament hopes go to die when you splash it on 12. And these guys continue to fucking do it. Yeah, like frequently. Yeah, and it's like, listen, I understand because if I trot out there and I don't know the wind, I might splash it. Now, luckily, I'm a lefty, and lefties always play well there. I hear that all the time. Yeah, lefty hasn't won it. <laughs> people forget. Um, yeah, people forget. Lefties always play well there. That, that's the word, always. Yeah. Uh, 
So luckily, because I'm a lefty and I always play well, I'm going to hit it long right because that's automatically what happens. So I get it. But yeah, I know it's like easier said than done. It's easier to say it from my fucking couch. The thing is, is like, I'm not an all world player. I wasn't two back of the lead in the fucking masters. Yeah. But I do know that there's fucking people out there that do do that. And there's one guy in particular who has 82 fucking career wins and never takes on that fucking flag. Fucking Cam Smith, 30 to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was rooting for you guys. You know, you guys talked about it for a while, having the ticket. I, I had him know. in Jan- fucking January. Fucking January. I, 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 was, I was rooting for him. And I, I told Jared, too. I was like, you know what? The biggest thing, not only you guys cashing your ticket, is watching him getting that green jacket put on him and, like, the PGA... <laughs> PGA thinking like, is this the face we want wearing the green jacket <laughs> with the mullet and the rat stash? Yeah, yeah, some Joe Dirt looking guy. Cleaned up his face for this event at least, but yeah, the yeah. mullet. Yeah. So anyway, congrats, to Scotty Scheffler. I mean, he's absolutely kicking the ever living shit out of everybody right now. So credit to him. Which yeah. I need to go back, <laughs> and this is a drink moment. Because I think it was when we did our, our master's preview, uh, you sat in that exact seat and you said, Scotty Scheffler's not going to win because you're not going to win four times on tour in a, in a year because no one does that unless you're Tiger. And I'm going to tell you right now, drink. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's, 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 be, let's be exactly fair. Tiger didn't even do this. So, oh no, yeah, I'm just saying it's a drink. One, I'm never going to pass up a moment to tell no, you to well, drink. Well, and also, I'm going to argue semantics. So, <laughs> allow me to argue semantics. Uh, one, Tiger didn't even do, do that. So, there's one person in history that had four wins, including the Masters, and it was Arnold Palmer, and he had five. So, yeah, Tiger, Jack, whoever, no one has done, no one has won four events, including the Masters. Or no one has had the, the Masters be their fourth win of the year ever. Um, Palmer had it as his fifth. No one else has had four. And again, to argue semantics, we'll have to check the tape on that because I probably said something like, well, I'm not going to take Scotty Scheffler because generally guys don't win four events by the Masters. <laughs> well, then the other most, thing too most, is- Most likely I didn't say- <laughs> he's not going to win. I was probably like, yeah, I'm not going to take him. Cause you know, how often do guys win four events? Or I probably said guys well, don't, which isn't wrong. He was the first. Well, another thing too, Bob, I think too, when you guys were making your picks, um, you said you had a bunch of clips out there already. And if you had taken Sheffler, I think he was eight to one. You were going to be losing money by taking him. So that was another thing that uh, piled on. to you not either taking him or even considering him. It's like, you know, even if I place the uh, money on them, I'm losing money. So why do that? Yeah, so. we definitely we definitely did mention that Scheffler's odds had moved so much. Like he was yeah. Yeah. 40 down to 22 and it's like kind of missed the boat. Now going back, hitting at 22, which I think I think that's what he was pre-tournament, unless he snuck into 18. But even me having nine golfers, 18 to one still wins me money. So yeah. actually I came out on top with the Tiger bet and the Matt, Fitzpa- Matt Fitzpatrick top 20. But um, that was not publicized, so that's not an official. That's not in the official uh, official archives. Yeah. 
spot. <laughs> phone down. <laughs> yeah, phone down. But yeah, I mean, um, this will be interesting to see like how good Scotty Scheffler really is because he's on a heater. Yep. Yeah. He just won the Masters. It's almost like end of a chapter in a way. Like not like like really, but you know, he's probably going to take a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And then, it- like, he got the major. It's like. He did say in an interview years ago, his favorite golf course is Southern Hills. Just so happens that's where the next major is. <laughs> but, um, it is extremely unlikely that he is to win <laughs> <laughs> another major. Got it. Yep. So he's going to get the Grand Slam this year. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Recorded. Okay. Extremely unlikely. <laughs> Huh, how well, often do you it, the first two majors of the year? <laughs> well, I mean, if he if he somehow does win another one this year, you know, it, you know, everyone's going to start talking again. Like, you know, every they're always looking for the next Tiger. You know, first it was Rory, then you had Jordan Spieth, you had Jason Day, you know, Brooks, all these guys that win, you know, multiple majors in a short time frame. They're like, okay, could this guy be the next guy? And you know, it looks like you know, Chef is next guy up you know, to be that guy to possibly, you know, not necessarily be the next Tiger, because I don't know if there's ever going to be another Tiger, but someone that might move the needle a little bit besides Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I think we've said this on this podcast before. I think I've asked Bob this question, like, it's the staying power. Like, no one has the staying power in golf mm-hmm. that Tiger Woods had. There was a, a one of you guys would probably correct me, because the there was a meme. I guess it was a meme, but it was a picture of, and I forget exactly what the stat was, but it was like winner of like the masters, the WGC and like multiple events on tour, something like that in a season, whatever it was. And it was like Scotty Scheffler, 2022. And then it was Tiger Woods in 1998-1999-2000-2001-2002-2005-2006-2007. Like it was like something insane like that. Like they're the only two people to ever do it. And Scotty Scheffler has done it this year. And Tiger did it like eight times. So it the it's players to win four times in a PGA Tour season, including a major
Yeah, it's not going to be repeated. And that's and like that's the thing with Scheffler is I I mean again, I like him. He's been good at every level. Um I forget. I think he won. I forget what year was his rookie year. It might have been 2020. And if that's the case, that means he won twice on the Corn Ferry in 2019. Plus, he was good at Texas before then. So mm-hmm. it's like, dude, this this dude can play. He's only 25, even though he looks fucking 60. Uh, <laughs> like, he can play, but he man, is he on a fucking heater right now? Yeah. So it's like. He's probably going to take a step back this week. They're playing at Harbortown. I don't know where they go next. It could be the Byron Nelson. And if it I think is, it's one more and then the Byron Nelson. Oh, they're going to Mexico, I think. So I think they're doing uh, Harbortown, Mexico, and then the Byron Nelson. I could see uh, him being back for that in Dallas. So next week is the Zurich at TPC, oh, so Louisiana. New Orleans, then... Then it's Mexico. Oh, then Mexico? Then it's the Wells Fargo. Then it's the Byron Nelson. Fuck, I fucked that all up. So it's Um, Quail Quail Hollow is that first weekend in May. Okay, so there's two before Quail Hollow? Yes. Well, three if you count this week. Oh, I think Scheffler's playing in New Orleans. I forget who he's playing with. I think he's playing in New Orleans. He'll probably play the Wells Fargo. And, dude, he'll probably play the Nelson. He's from Dallas. I assume he'll be there. Yeah, and then the PGA is the following week after the Byron Nelson yeah, at so Kiowa. Take one off, one off, one on, one off, one on. We get some really good I, golf coming up. Every other week. He's probably going to be every other week till the PGA. So, I don't know, man. Drink till you puke. Like, yeah. <laughs> keep it rolling, dude. Like, not, dude, not for nothing. If he gets, like... If he rattles off like six wins this year, that's more than a lot of people on P- on the PGA Tour. It's more than a lot of people in their career. That's yeah. what I'm saying. His yeah. only has four. I mean, Kiz isn't what you would really consider to be like all that good, but right. Uh, he's popular. He's been playing forever. He'd have more wins than Rico. Yeah. <laughs> <That much. laughs> yeah, he's got what five. Rico. Yeah, I think it's five PGA Tour and then maybe two international because he did yeah. win a Scottish and then he won one of the fucking desert events. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the schedule right now. I mean, this week is Harbortown. Next week is New Orleans. And it's my, I don't know anything about Vidanta. I don't um, know. Dude. They, they were playing um, Chipotlepec. That's where they were playing where the ball Chipotle? Fight. It bounds off the ground like they're fucking driving it on pavement. <laughs> and then it's, like, it's oh, uh, yeah, Rory drove it 440 yards. It's like, yeah, that's because it rolled a thousand. Like, yeah. Then it's Quail Hollow. And then it's TPC Craig Ranch for the Byron Nelson. Then it's Kiowa for the PGA. Then the oh, Colonial is the week after that. Southern Hills. Um, Kiowa was last year. No, I'm looking at it right now. It says Kiowa. Oh, you, they might have just did. They just didn't I assure change. you that Phil won at Kiowa last year. Yeah, so they just didn't change. And they're playing Southern Hills in Oklahoma. On the thing. Um, and then the week after that is the Memorial. It's the week after the PGA? No, it's the PGA, then the then Colonial, and, oh, then, and then the Memorial. And then it's the stupid Canadian Open, and then it's the U.S. Open after that. And then the travelers, like we've got like the next like two months has got a lot of really great events. 
We should try and go to the Travelers. I mean, and then we're probably not going to be able to go get to the U.S. Open because I can't get fucking tickets. So Thursday morning, you got to get on those. Um, this Thursday? Yep. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know anything. They, it's so bad, but because I signed up, like my I signed up on the the U.S. Open website to get the like announcements. And yeah, no, Matt, I got Matt's one, I got one email like last month and it was like, oh yeah, look at these tickets. And they're like $4,000, like VIP section, like all weekend long tickets. I'm like, get fucked. I'm not, I don't have four grand to spend on golf Mass tickets. Golf. Mass golf posted about it. They said Thursday individual tickets will be going. Uh, Michaela did get me a ticket for my birthday. So me and her going on Thursday, uh, I'm sorry, on Saturday. Nice. Um, but yeah, the individual tickets are supposed to go on sale on Thursday. I'm going to probably have to get, uh, tickets for Saturday also, because I doubt I'm going to be able to take days off of work to go to this thing. <laughs> oh, but it's so convenient to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so I don't know what the deal is. Uh, a little birdie told me that they weren't even sure if individual tickets were going to go on sale. So, dude, this is going to be like, this is a disaster. I can't. How the fuck did Michaela get tickets? Secondary market. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Nick, what are you doing on the 18th, June 18th? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yet. I think you're going to get sick that day. <laughs> yeah, I could get sick. Day before Father's, that's Father's Day weekend, right? Yeah, there you go. Hey, yeah. hey, happy Father's Day. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Possibility. Yeah, although, although uh, most most of my money's going down to the uh, the mouse down south. So, oh I don't yeah, know if I'm, gonna, I'm not going to have any extra funds for uh, <laughs> the tournament. Well, I think if we can get them on an individual sale, they're only like eighty bucks. No. Oh really? No. That doesn't sound right. No? No. What would it be? Uh, U.S. Open. So Wingfoot before the Ronas hit was 150. I mean, now, that's still own, not terrible. No, hold on. They were actually selling those, though. They're not yeah. selling tickets to this event. So I would not be surprised to see two 250. Yeah, that's a little pricey. It is. Um, what what website did do you know? Did she just go on like StubHub? I, I have no clue. I'm gonna have to text her. I gotta do some uh, investigating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly, she did tell me. I just I don't remember which which provider she went to, but it's just one of those. It's one of the secondary markets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, it's like, it's, it, this is, this is a hard event. This is going to be interesting. It's very, it's going to be very corporate because they didn't put individual tickets on sale and it's a fucking hard one to get to. I don't know. Like, it just seems all that much more weird now. Like that they, like, why, like, why would you put this thing in Brookline? Yeah. It's like, I understand the country club was the first fucking country club in the fucking country. I get like, <laughs> Please, I get that. Yeah. But like for the event, it doesn't make any damn sense. No, no. So who fucking knows? 
Have they ever hosted an event uh, like this before? So they had the USAM in 2013, which no one goes to, or very few no. people goes. Yeah. Uh, they had the Ryder Cup in 99 when Justin Leonard hit the long putt. Yeah. And they had the 88 or the 89 U.S. Open. Curtis Strange won the playoff. So it's been a long time. It's what, what are we at? Is that 30, 33 years? Is my math right? Uh, uh, 88 would be 34. So, th- yeah, 33 or 34 years because I don't remember actually yeah. which year was the country club because I know he won back-to-back U.S. Opens. Um, okay. So that's the last time they had a U.S. Open, 30-whatever years. Yeah. Way before Tiger, whatever. And then the Ryder Cup is not set up U.S. Open style. So no, they had the spectators then, but that was 1999. So it's just fucking different now. And I don't know. So, and now we don't have our event anymore. So anyone that wants to watch golf has to go to this. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, no, I will not be going to the Travelers because that's the following weekend. Well, looking really quick on uh, the internets here, uh, I might have to because some of these prices are absolutely outrageous. Well, get on your get on your horse on Thursday. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check as soon as I wake up. <laughs> Go right on USGA.com. I want to set up set an alarm for fucking two thirty in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like in college where we used to have to pick classes. You have to yeah, stay up till midnight. Like no yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I found two. Click. Sorry, your tickets are gone. Fuck. <laughs> How did I end up in piano class? <laughs> Quick, I got to <laughs> log into all these classes. Ah, shit. Well, it looks like it's ballroom dance. Yeah. How many did you get? Zero. Because <laughs> I remember that the upperclassmen, it would be like, well, I need these five to graduate. So, oh, how many did you get? Uh, none. So I just got shit faced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a really terrible system that we had at Bridgewater. They changed it when I was in grad school, but it didn't affect me anyway because grad school didn't matter. But okay, so you didn't know the really bad one because the really bad one was my freshman year, and then they changed it. It used to be midnight. It would open. And everybody got on at midnight. So the internet. Oh, the entire school. Yeah. Oh God. So the internet would jam. So you, so if you could even log in, then you had to be in the, in like the free for all to like actually pick the class and like you try to log in, it would say like, no. And then it would, (laughs) you try to do it again. No, do it again. No, do it again. Get through, go to pick a class kicks you out. Like it was like that. Yeah, so yeah, it would take hours. That's why, like at three in the morning, someone would be like, "Oh, well, I'm an upperclassman. I I don't need any other classes. I don't need myth and culture. I need that. It's full. Yeah. There's only one section of it. I'm just gonna get annihilated." Yeah, I mean, we used to throw parties. Like we would have class picking parties, and then at midnight, like we would go to parties carrying our backpack with our laptops in the bag and then we at midnight we'd all whip out our laptops and try and record our classes <laughs> Jeez, pick pick it doesn't like that story <laughs> no. that like I, I don't even know I, I hit a couple of different schools when i did go to college uh, i did go to bridgewater state 
uh, my fourth year of school, I don't remember the class selection process. Um, I, I definitely wasn't, you know, waking up at 12 o'clock at night to pick my classes. Um, I, I don't recall, I, I can't even remember the, the way I pick classes there. Like this, that all sounds like ass backwards way of doing things. Oh yeah, totally. Well, the way to do it was be off campus. Yeah. Cause you like were, if you, if, school internet. Yeah. The school yeah. internet would go, would crash at precisely 12 o'clock on the night yeah. of picking classes. So you had to be off campus in order to get them. It's pretty yeah. good. It's a great system. I imagine the U.S. Open tickets will be a very similar system. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so we got something else that we uh, that we missed that we can touch on too. Is uh, Gilbert Gottfried died? He did. He died today. We didn't have him. We didn't have him. Another miss. Uh, he was. It, they didn't say. They said it was a long battled illness or something. I'm assuming cancer, probably. Seems to get everyone these days. Yeah, yeah. You live long enough, you're gonna die of something, right? <laughs> I think generally you do. Yeah. Or if you don't live this long, you still die of something anyway, too. So whatever. More of the stories. You're gonna die from something. Yes. <laughs> as, did, as, as did Gilbert Gottfried, and as did Jesus. <laughs> Even he couldn't live forever. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is with these comedians lately. Yeah, it's crazy. Like this is a the, tough like year. The... Ridden hard, put away wet. Like <laughs> yeah. tough, tough life. <laughs> I mean, but if yeah. you're if you're a comedian in in your sixties, like you know, getting you know, wrap yourself in bubble wrap or whatever you got to take. Take your vitamins because you had Godfrey, you had Daggett beginning of the year, you had Norm Macdonald last year. All those guys are in their sixties. But yet you have like a. Uh... Ah, uh, uh, Lang. The fuck is Artie Lang? He's still alive. No, I know. You know what I mean? It's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> he might not be sixty yet. <laughs> he just looks it. That, that 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 might be your algorithm for next year for your uh, death pool is uh, look for comedians in their sixties. Yeah, and then just start uh, uh, stacking the deck on them. I'm looking start it up now. Uh, imagine Artie Lang's only like forty five. I'm gonna, can, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, fifty-eight. He's fifty-four. He can't oh. die. Yeah, he's got is seven, he, more, oh, seven more years before he can die. Oh, only his nose is dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Everything else is fine. Yeah. I know we haven't hit one person yet this year. I'm looking at our death list right now. I mean, it's only April. Give yourself a chance. Come on. It's early now. in the year. Yeah, no, that's true. But I feel like at this point last year, we already had hit like one or two. We were we actually did really good last year. You did. But I think last year was probably the outlier. <laughs> yeah, this year's the regression back to zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or at least it won't be me and you. Everyone else probably will hit one. Yeah. I don't know. Chris went, Chris went out on a limb this year. He had... Uh, Oh no, he had Ringo. Ringo could go, but he had Joe Rogan and Machine Gun Kelly. Like, oh, yeah, 
<laughs> Didn't he also barely know who Machine Gun Kelly was? Yeah, yeah, that was. I don't really know who he is, but I feel like he's he's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forget, I forget the things, actual analysis, but is it one of those things where it's like he thinks he's gonna die or he thinks he should die? And that was probably his way of thinking. Probably a little <laughs> bit of both. <laughs> Put a little ju- judo on him. Screw him over. It's funny how things change too. Like when we when we recorded this in this episode in January, obviously, like there was a lot of different things that were going on. But like, so Mike had Antonio Brown on his list, and like now, no one's talking about Antonio Brown. I mean, like all of these people, like you had Kanye, yeah. And now Kanye is kind of like not in the news anymore, but it's funny how, how, like when people are in the news, you're like, oh man, this guy, he's fucking crazy. He's probably not going to make it. And then they do. <laughs> well, it's, it, it, you know, the, the way social media works now, it was like, I mean, the only, like the story with Will Smith and Chris Rock, that lasted a week plus, but that's like an outlier. That, does, that stuff doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, you, you have these guys that may, like are in the news and it's like 24, 48 hours top minutes on to the next thing. So it's, it's, you know, there's very few stories out there that will, you know, last as long as they do. Yeah. You know, like especially the in the, enter- the entertainment world. I mean, yeah, when it comes to like there's stupid bullshit, they stretched COVID out for fucking two years. Yeah. <laughs> And they, they're trying to stretch out this Ukraine thing. And it's like, I don't even hear people talk about it anymore. What is like, there to talk about? No. I don't like, because I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and it was the talk of almost every single podcast that I would listen to for like two, maybe three weeks. I would say over the course of the last week, I haven't heard anything about Ukraine. Pray for Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I, I, I was at work today and uh, one of the guys I work with were on break and he was looking at videos. He saw this video of uh, a uh, Russian army tank coming towards the Ukrainian guys that were like sitting off on the side of the road. And I guess uh, in the video, um, the Ukrainians had thought it was their own coming towards them, but it wasn't. And then like probably within 50 yards, they fired off a missile and you know, all you see is a flash on the screen and it just goes out. Jesus. It's crazy. Like, like, and, and um, you know, and then he, and I guess there was another angle and it shows the entire thing happening and just, it, it's crazy on, on how that stuff's going on. I mean, you know, some people it will say to you, like, you know, it's all propaganda or whatever, but, um, like, and when I saw that video, I said, like, oh, shit, it's crazy. Yeah, that's terrible. Also terrifying. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, he, he's a vet himself, you know, he served in, he went over to Iraq and Afghanistan and stuff like that. So, you know, he was, uh, you know, nothing, you see shit like that all the time, but you know, it's just like, like some, some guys, like he's wired differently. Most vets are, um, kind of have to be. And like this little stuff like that will, you know, they don't, it doesn't really phase them that much. You know, they almost laugh at because you know, for some reason, some, way that's the only way they can cope with it so right like when you show me that video i'm like oh my god like, yeah you know 
you know, that's it. Blink of an eye. You know, you have no way to, no reaction time whatsoever. It just, it happens. Yeah. I mean, so. I suppose of all the ways to go, it's probably yeah. not the worst. <laughs> it's over really quick. He was pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One second you're here and the next second you're not. So, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't leave too much up to the imagination. Nope. Nope. <laughs> And then depending on, you know, how close you were to the actual, uh, you know, ballistic, uh, there might not be anything really to clean up after either. So no. nice and nice and easy and a quick clean. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know what I just saw too was, um, it's wild that the, and I think more people have talked about this now too. But since uh, Scotty Scheffler won, everyone was talking about uh, he went to the same high school as Matt Stafford and Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, people oh, did you know that. that they. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't know that they went to the same high school. Was um, Scheffler with the other two or that the other two went? Uh, any of the three. Really? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. They never neglected to mention that, the, like, Kurt, uh, Skek, the Kershaw Stafford thing, like people, that's a big time people forget. Cause they oh, actually they went to school together, right? Like Scotty yeah, Scheffler is a lot younger than them. Yeah. He's yeah. There were a ton, there were a ton of photos like during the Super Bowl when, you know, with the Rams being in it, you know, Stafford and Kershaw. And they probably showed them too when uh, the Dodgers were in the World Series. You know, they have photos of them playing Little League together, whatever it was. But yeah. Um, kind of shocking that you didn't know that yeah i probably just didn't pay close enough attention people actually do forget yeah i actually yeah. I, have, I have a lot of shit to remember <laughs> i said that to amy the other day we were talking about what the fuck were we talking about oh it was like some some like dessert thing that i bought this like little like i don't know like hershey's like dessert thing and i was like oh look i got this and she's like you bought that like a month ago and i was like did i no i didn't i didn't buy that she's like nope you definitely did and I'm like, I don't fucking remember. Like, I have too many things that go through my brain to remember little things like what I bought at Market Basket before. Like, I have too much to remember to remember that Matt Stafford and Clayton Kershaw went to high school together. <laughs> like, Ed White might be one of those things that I see. And I'm like, all right, cool. Now I have to remember, like, my 18 fucking passwords for my 17 laptops that I have for work now or like all of these different codes that I need to log into stuff. It's like, I can barely remember that. I barely remember. Like I obviously for work, I got a new phone. I got to remember the new phone number. It's like a lot of dumb shit. I have to remember. I only have so much capacity. <laughs> I got to forget you're some not, other stuff. You're not that important. No, I'm not. I'm just saying I only have a certain brain capacity. Did you know that uh, Julian big. Edelman used to play quarterback in college? No, I forgot that too. <laughs> and uh, Chris Chris Hogan actually played lacrosse. Oh shit! Did he really? Yeah. People, Jesus. People next time, next thing you're going to tell me is Pat Mahomes played baseball. <laughs> people forget. <laughs> actually, people forget that when he was a shortstop, he threw the ball too hard, so they had to move him. <laughs> and also, his dad got fucking rocked in the World Series. <laughs> Yeah, his dad blew the World Series. Is it the Expos? 
I think he pitched for the Braves, but I, no, because oh, the Expos never got to it that year. <clears throat> they put some fucking strike. Yeah. <laughs> that team was fucking stacked. Yeah. And then the strike happened and it broke up the team. I think Mahomes pitched for the Braves. I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah, people do forget how stacked that Expos team was. Because that was, uh, what year was that? 95? 93. 94 was a strike. 93, 94. Yeah, so it was the 94. Well, because they, they strike during the season. Yeah. So they, they were fucking on a tear. And yeah, like, I think it was 94. Because 95, I believe, the Brave won. So I'm guessing it's the 94 season. But yeah, they worked back. With um, Moises Alou. Yep. And his uh Philippe. Philippe was the uh was the coach. Yeah, oh God. So they had Cliff Floyd. Cliff Floyd, Moises Alou, Marquise Grissom, Larry Walker. Yeah, so Cliff Floyd didn't even play, I don't think. Wow. Yeah, he was a starting first baseman. Oh, he played first at that time? Yeah. thought he was an outfielder. And then they had Pedro. John Wetland was the closer. Uh, the pitching staff wasn't amazing, but their lineup was fucking stacked. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Guerrero wasn't even on the roster yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. They might be coming back. They should. Yeah. I know that I know the talk. They, I, I don't know if they, it was in the labor talks at all, but they, they have mentioned expansion in MLB and they're talking about trying to get back to Montreal. Yeah. I mean, definitely don't call them the Expos again, but uh, hmm. I mean, de- definitely don't name your, your sports team after like, the big exposition that happens at your fucking city once a year. Uh, but yeah. like, you know, if they want to call them like something else, like I'd be down. <laughs> I had no idea like what that was until, <clears throat> I don't know, probably, well, maybe more than that. Now I was going to say a couple of years ago, probably like seven or eight years ago at this point that like Montreal and Canada are known for this thing. It's called like the expo. Um, It's like the big Canadian exposition and it's this massive, essentially it's like, it's kind of like a carnival. I guess it's like, it would be like the big E on steroids. Um, Cause I actually went to it when I was in Toronto um, for a wedding in 2015. Um, And it was, it was massive. Like it was the, it was absolutely wild. And then while I was there, I found out that that's why the Montreal Expos were named at the Expos. It was after this big carnival. So that would be like calling like the Springfield biggies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Springfield and Holyoke. Don't forget Chicopee. It's up there. Yeah, too. Nice places. aren't they? Yeah. Beautiful. The rival Hartford. Gunwave in New Haven. I got to go to Bridgeport in a couple weeks. Super excited about that. Well, Connecticut's an awesome state. Yeah, it's definitely not the worst state. 
Yeah, it's fun to drive through too. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad I have relatives that live right outside, uh, right on the New York Connecticut border, <laughs> so I can drive home all the time. It's so fun. <laughs> I'm actually going to White Plains. Oh, you are? Yeah. Uh, next month. Nice. I'm going to go out there for two or three days for work. Ooh. Well, I can tell you it's about a two hour and 45 minute drive. <laughs> yeah. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. I, was, I got a, so I got a, I got a wedding in June. It's actually in New Jersey, but it's like just West of white plains. So it's like not even like real Jersey. Yeah. 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 That's like a whole weird part of the world. Cause like white plains isn't that deep into New York. But like, it's also not that far away from New Jersey. Yeah, no, White Plains is just outside the city. It's like twenty minutes in, isn't it? Uh, it's probably about an hour outside the city. Manhattan, really? No, no, it's like a half hour, forty-five minutes. But then, you know, depending on how, depending on how you're getting in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe you just go in one day when there's no traffic. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) No, what you have to do is you have to leave. You have to leave here at 11 p.m. And then you so won't you hit any traffic. traffic in Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you get stuck in construction in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. For 89 fucking miles. That was fun. That was a blast. You I'm glad I got that straw. You don't have a real, like, I didn't really, like, I make the trip to New York probably like twice a year, two, three times a year, go to visit. And uh, although we made a, tr- we drove to uh, Myrtle Beach for a wedding years ago, and it's like on the way back, you know, you you get through DC, you get through through New York. You think after you clear New York, you're in the clear, but Connecticut just fucking sucks. <laughs> I don't know, I don't understand it because it, it's not it's not terrible. I mean, I don't know what the exact mileage is. It might be like eighty to ninety miles when you're traveling 90 uh 95 but it just for some reason it just takes forever there's always a there's always a traffic jam coming back and uh it's just it's like the worst state like to travel through i don't i don't understand it yeah it's i think it doesn't help especially for us like when we leave we go through rhode island and rhode island takes about 45 minutes to get through yeah yeah, it's a breeze. So it's like, oh, cool. I'm already through Rhode Island. And you're like, oh, yeah. sick. How about three hours in Connecticut? And it's like, ah, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's another reason why Rhode Island sucks. Gives you false hope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even like consider it a real state to like drive through. Well, I mean, it's not a real state in general. They didn't even show up for the fucking revolution. So that is true. They don't get to claim statehood, in my opinion. <laughs> they did have a quarter made after them, though. So we'll have to we'll have to work, we'll have to take this up with the Franklin Mint. Yeah. Oh, actually, that reminds me. We uh, I got confirmation at dinner earlier that South Attleboro does indeed exist. Uh, shout shout out to Mary. Uh, she informed me that South Attleboro is a real place. Uh, they have their own post office. However, she also provided this very good point. Uh, it doesn't have its own government. So I think my 
my theory of just needing a post office wasn't complete. Uh, I think you need you need to have a government in order to no be school no school system either. Everything's going to Attleboro School District. Yep. You yeah, know, it's not like there's, there's... I think that was the point I was trying to make with Easton is that there's three post offices in Easton, but there's only one Easton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my 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 point wasn't the fact that like there should be three Eastons. It was you're not a city unless you are town municipality, unless you have a post office. Or a village idiot, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> there actually are villages in Western Mass where Derek grew up. Yeah, he and grew up. Uh, he grew up in a village, the village of Southfield. Yeah, it's like um, villages and townships. And, and they have they have a post office. They don't have much else, <laughs> but but they have a post office. They don't even yeah. they don't have paved roads. No, I mean, what do you need but, those for? No, I mean dirt roads work just fine. Yeah, I mean, and no one's had an issue till now, right? No, and it's probably still no issues. Yeah, why change them? <laughs> uh, you want to start wrapping this up? We can wrap this up. Uh, so in the last week, two separate people, who of which will stay nameless, not that anyone would know who they are, but I'm about to drastically attack their character. Twice, two people have told me, oh yeah, I've had a couple opportunities to go to the Masters, but uh, I just can't miss work for it. What? One guy. That, that, that's a good reason. Has played the Masters. Uh, he has played Augusta National. He has played the golf course. So I asked, I was like, oh, did you ever get a chance to attend? Oh, no, I, you know, it's, it's hard to miss work for that. E excuse me? Is he a like, fucking ever, like, oh, state senator? Gotten, like, oh, yeah, no, I've had state senator. Like, they work? Yeah, no, true. It. They definitely don't work unless they're fucking crushing a fucking sports betting bill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I was like, oh, do you ever get tickets? Oh, yeah, no, I can probably get them pretty easily. It's just, it's, it's hard to take the time off from work for that. What? Are you, what? Yeah. Huh? Who? What? So he's it's, played there. He's played at he's Augusta. Played How did he play there? He knows Lou Holtz. Of course. Oh. <laughs> of course, so, Lou Holtz is a member there too. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he's friends with Lou Holtz. Yeah. Awesome. So got on. And then someone in the group was a member at Sage Valley, which is like 30 minutes up the street in Aiken, South Carolina. In Sage Valley, I guess the story, this is an unofficial recount of the story. I guess someone wanted to join Augusta, some fucking rich guy. They go, no. He goes, fuck you. I'll go build my own place. And then made like, not Augusta, but like a super fucking nice golf course in Southern South Carolina. Cause Augusta's right on that South Carolina line. Mm -hmm. So um, the next day he got to go play Sage Valley and then tells me, Oh, you just can't miss can't miss the time to go to the masters motherfucker if you have this many opportunities you don't have to go all week yeah yeah 
And then another guy tells me, oh, yeah, no, I couldn't go again this year. That's just can't work. Now, he does work for himself. Profession to be nameless. Ah, He's an accountant, whatever. So he's an accountant. So obviously the deadline's up, but he works for himself. It's like, dude, I understand the deadline is April 15th. Tell all of these fucking idiots I need everything by April 1st. Done. Sealed. Whatever. And then when shit inevitably trickles in late, you give them the paper that I know he does that says, I acknowledge that this might not be done on time because it was not in by April 1st. But nope, can't go. So to these two people, I say, fuck you. Is, do I know one of them? Yeah. Yeah. That's absurd. Now, the one that you know is a little bit harder because he doesn't always get, he doesn't, so to be fair, he doesn't always get the invite. Right. The other guy made it seem like it wouldn't be all that hard for him to get. Yeah, well, I mean, he's friends with Lou Holtz. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Now, uh, so kind of not necessarily off topic, but on topic. So if, if any of us were to attend uh, the masses, is there now? I know it's you know they they have all the rules. You know, you, you put a chair, no one can take it, no one can move it, stuff like that. Uh, but if you had to pick a spot on the course, where are you sit or where are you stand? Good question. Because um... I I mean. I've never attended a live golf event. I wanted to do the TPC when it was in Norton. Never got the opportunity to do so. So I don't know necessarily how, how it works, whether you don't necessarily stand at a hole all day. I know you can probably move around, but like, you know, is there a certain spot that you would, you, you want to like, do you, do you pick, you know, the, the stands in 16? Do you, you, you get to see the completion of 15 and get the, the par three or like, what, like, what would you do? Uh, good question. So first thought is number one, I'm walking the whole course. Like I'm, I'm getting there when gates open and I'm walking the whole course. Cause I've never obviously seen yeah. the place yeah. <clears throat> after that. Fuck. Where would I camp out? Cause 12 is a disaster. And I know for me, for viewing 12 is not the best place to view because my eyes kind of suck and they're hitting yeah. away. Um, yep. fuck. I was thinking, I, I was thinking about this the other day and I was, I was, I was thinking about a spot where you can see the tee shots land and you can hit, see the approaches go. And I'm trying to think of where the fuck that was. Cause like, if I'm really thinking about it, it's like, so one is the definition of whatever. And I don't even think on one, you, people don't really line one. No. And they don't no. line two either. No. One, nope. ten, and nine. No one stands on, because there's trees. Yeah. <clears throat> three, there's people down the left. I don't think I want to go to three. Four is a par three. I'm good with that. Five is a hellhole. I think there's people, like, maybe right at the beginning of the left, like, right off the tee. But there's no one down the side. 
Right. Six has a grandstand, I think. Seven's a bitch of a hole. Maybe I would be down on nine where the tee shot lands and the approach shot goes up because then if you just turn around, there's also 18 right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah down in the, in the Valley on nine. Yeah. And, uh, cause then you're 10, 10 on a good hole to watch. I mean, if you can get to the corner of 11 and 12, then yeah, you got to consider that. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's cause this is a question that, uh, couple of guys at work we were talking about i think i I, my spot was um the 15 16 in that area because on sundays that that you know sometimes there's been masters where you know that can change things so you know people are going forward on 15 and then you know you're seeing their shots on 15 yeah yeah my my initial thought when you just proposed that was was what you said the grandstands in 16 yeah um yeah because you can see the approach from 15 yeah but yeah i mean probably i would say if i had to camp right like if i had to pick a spot and stay there it would be probably one of those two places that you guys just said either the grandstand on 16 or the valley on nine because you could just turn right around and catch 18 yeah. Yeah, eleven and the eleven and twelve bend wouldn't be bad either. But my eye again, my eyes just kind of suck. So it's like I yeah. don't know if I'll be able to see twelve. Yeah. Because that's that. the thing. I mean, even like on thirteen, you're not close enough to the hole to see anything. Like the only place you can stand on thirteen is to the right of the layup area. So you yeah. can't see the tee shot. You can only just see a ball hopefully dropping the fairway. <laughs> yeah. And then their layup is kind of going away from you. So like 13 is not a great hole to watch, like as a, as if you're on site and then for if you turn around and catch 14, like 14 is kind of lame. It's like straightforward. I mean, like it's, it's a, it's a cool hole to watch from the TV, but like if you're just a spectator and standing in the fairway, it's whatever. Yeah. There's nothing special about it. Yeah. The green is fucking sick. Yeah. Sick. I saw some guy, one of the architecture nerds had pictures of it. Sick. Like the false front is absurd. Absolutely (laughs) absurd. But yeah, other than that, I mean, it's like the green is like a lot of undulation, but if you hit it to the right spot, it funnels to the pin. So it's really not much of an issue. Yeah, just hit it to the right spot. It's easy. Yeah, I think if I was going to camp, I guess if I was going to camp out near a green, one of the ones with like the funnel pin, like being on seven on Sunday behind the green, that would be pretty cool. Because those guys throw throw the pin, it, uh, throw the ball up. and it Yeah, and have it roll back. Yeah. I guess two, part of it would actually depend on the day two. too. Yeah. You know, because like maybe if it was Thursday or Friday, I might not, I might not want to sit at 16. Cause the pins forward and on one of the, I think it's Friday. They put it up like on the, the plateau, like the tiny plateau on the, on the top of the Ridge. I don't, uh, know. I don't know. So I don't know which day they do that. Yeah. They, they do two pins that funnel and two pins that don't. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the days are, whatever. don't matter. But yeah. The punt, the, the ball funnels on two and on seven in Sunday on 16 on Sunday. 
you know, 15, I'd have to see exactly where that grandstand is. Cause if I can see the approach, then that's probably the answer, but you got to like know what you're doing. You got to get there. So, yeah. Like I know there's no running on the course, but you got to fucking speed walk your way and know exactly where you're going. The quickest route. And, and, the, and those guys are professionals. Those speed walkers. They know exactly <laughs> what they want. Yeah. Well, th- did you see the woman that's behind the T on 16? Who hold who who hit a hole in one this year? I don't remember. Sink. Stewart Sink hit a hole in one, and this lady's celebrating. And they went back. I think did JT hit a hole in one in 2019? He did. Yeah. Same lady. Same lady. <laughs> same spot. Yeah. yeah <laughs> she's it, always there. And and I was that was one thing I kind of picked on. Like, and I don't know if I would do this, but it, it's like some of the way the the patrons. Um, celebrate like big shots like i said the shot shuffler had on three the hole out and like i see this one guy just it's like you know the bruins just scored a goal he's slapping everyone's hands he's fired up and i'm thinking to myself i'm like i don't know if i it's like if that's something that i would do i mean he made the shot but why am i getting so excited that he made the <laughs> yeah. shot like i yeah, like yeah. It's, it yeah it's not like you know it's not like Weird. a team sport where you know yeah my team just scored a goal or a touchdown no he just made a shot and let you know let's slap hands with everyone like, it, i mean unless, unless he got scheffler 60 to 1 before the season <laughs> that, that's the only thing i can think of is like he's, he's holding that clip and he's waiting to cash in but like other than that calm down man. just just give him the yeah. clap and move on yeah. yeah i'll say i've been so i've been to t- the when when they went to tpc boston i used to go on the first round so Obviously, there's nothing like to get excited about, but even then, I can't imagine like jumping up and down or like high fiving people. I barely do yeah. that shit. Patriots game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, usually when we go to Patriots games, they get their asses kicked anyway. But I've been to some wins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you two were you two were the albatross until this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been to other Patriots games and they won, like the home games. But mm, but I'm two and two on the road. We'll fix you're that. St- you're still a loser. This is true. What am I, one and two? Yeah. So, Nick, do you have a final thought? Um, I don't know if I had a final thought. I mean, I can use that the Masters thing as my final thought. I mean, I talked about this earlier. I don't want to retread one but uh i thought the the question the other day um about like if you could get one uh sports memorabilia piece you know what would you choose and i told you i i uh asked that question at work and turned into like a 45 minute hour conversation <laughs> so um uh it, which is good you know it's a good time to kill time at work because that's all i do nowadays is trying to kill time at work um but uh I mean, you know, I thought bringing, uh, maybe bringing that question up, maybe if you, if we wanted to say like, you know, movie memorabilia, I know you might've said something, but if you kind of had, you know, if there was a movie, I, I don't want to call it a plot, but if there was something from a movie that, you know, you could, uh, you would want, what would it be? Like if you had the income to purchase whatever you could, what, what would be your, your thing from like a movie? 
guess a few of the immediate thoughts is anything James Bond, uh, any anything James Bond first three movies. Yeah, like Sean Connery's suit in the original movie. Um, that would be pretty cool. The deck of cards that fucking worm got fucking. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are my other movies? Oh, uh, the Dumb and Dumber Shaggin' Wagon. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Shagnum Wagon. Uh, Aldous <laughs> Snow's shirt in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Sir Tommy Bahama. Oh, shit, yeah. Those are, those are some good ones. So when I said or earlier... School of Rock, the only sleeves shirt. <laughs> and, uh, the band that Dewey Finn used to be in. No vacancy, no oh, vacancy. Yeah. The new yeah. lead singer, and he was wearing only sleeves. It was leather, and it was only sleeves. Yeah, that shirt would be uh, sick. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, and then it was it was connected yeah, together at the neck, the right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, or anything from Caddyshack. I'm trying to think. Danny Noonan, maybe maybe Danny Noonan's clubs, Denunzio's denunzio's shirt that he played in <laughs> you wouldn't want the uh the, the golf bag with the uh stereo in there. <laughs> no, not that but uh maybe popping clubs right out maybe uh bill murray's bill murray's i don't know i don't even know what tool that was that he was hitting the flowers with cinderella story was that like a hoe oh yeah I, yeah i think i think it was a hoe yeah like yeah whatever like that. that yeah take that. yeah those are some pretty good ones. Cause what I said earlier was like, what do, do you like, how do you do that? Like, do you go something from like an iconic movie? Like, do you pick something from like the Godfather or Titanic or like Pulp Fiction? Like, do you go for the iconic movie and something out of it? Or do you I, just go for like something that you just really want? <laughs> I go for movies. I like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, look, the original lightsaber. It's like, cool i like star <laughs> wars don't get me wrong but yeah i got all the snow shirt dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's that's a tough one i don't know like because my the first thing i had said would be like the cadillac from pulp fiction right like that would be pretty cool to have that but I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah, I see it. So, like, you know, I, I kind of went, like, you know, something that I would want would be cool would be, like, I went with the, the Rocky films, and I was thinking, you know, Rocky's trunks and his boxing gloves. But now, like, you know, I, I would still go with that. But if I'm thinking of, like, obscure things, kind of the, the road that Bob's going, you know, maybe uh, the painting from uh, Wedding Crashers that... Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> You I know. made this for you. <laughs> you know, you have Vince Vaughn there laying in the vine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something like that. that just Same sock that I was pretty... sweating in all day. Or uh, Will Ferrell's <laughs> uh, kimono that he was wearing at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like smoking so. robe, like, sp- like whatever that was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, there's definitely a, a ton of unique things out there that would just stand out. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a lot of like funny things like that. 
that yeah, like if you had that in your house someone would be like what the fuck is that be like oh yeah, dude like- <laughs> this is the jeffrey from get him to the Greek, like it's the actual <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> furry wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like it would for me for me to do it, it would have to either be Bond or it would have to be absurd. Because like even the Godfather, like, oh, yeah. this is the gun that Michael fucking shot Salazzo with. It's like, yeah, cool. Like that's actually almost like too legitimate. Yeah, this is the orange that was in the the backyard when Marlon Brando died. (laughs) Yeah, well, have you seen the uh, the the outfit that Jim Carrey wore in Dumb and Dumber with like um, when he went skiing? Like it was absurd. Like it was a crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got that. The mask, like the actual mask from the movie, the mask that would be pretty cool. Like the wooden thing, yeah. Harry, Harry's Harry's bulletproof vest. <laughs> what if they shot you in the head? <laughs> <laughs> what if they shot me in the head? <laughs> the risk we were willing to take. <laughs> yeah, the Wiener Mobile. That thing would be awesome. <laughs> Just park it in the front yard and literally never move it. Oh yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. <clears throat> uh all right. Um well now my uh I don't even know. I I don't have a I don't have a good final thoughts to follow well, that one up. We, that we, one was we great. We only do final takes every time. Yeah. Well, I mean I had one that was just going to be it's a quick one. Um but it's tough following that one. That was a great one. Well, I, um, I mean, I, again, I didn't come prepared, so I kind of retread one from the last episode. But okay, I'll, br- uh, I'll bring you up. I'll bring you up. I took it to play because I because you were probably figuring everyone was going to want something that should be in the Smithsonian, and then I throw out fucking yeah. Hey, you, you, you did. Like I just changed you, the game. You you, you definitely <laughs> changed it. You know, I, I I went the whole sentimental route, but you, you know, you changed it up, and then you know the wheels started turning. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, so my final thought is just a quick one. Um, the other day we watched, um, death on the Nile, which is on HBO max, uh, which was literally just in theaters, like three weeks. It might still be in some theaters and I saw it on HBO max and I was like, Oh, that's weird. This movie just came out. You want to watch it? And Amy was like, yeah, sure. Let's watch it. And, uh, let me just say, there's a reason why. It's on HBO Max already <laughs> uh, after about three weeks in the movie theater. Uh, it's not that, that good. good huh? It was not that good. Um, apparently, it's a sequel to, or it's part of a series. In I didn't know this. I read afterwards because I was like, that movie I did, that was not a good movie. So I just like read the Wikipedia page about it. And why uh, is it so bad? Yeah, like why is this? Why does this movie suck? Well, now, now is that why it was so bad? Because you didn't see the first one, so you didn't know storyline. No, no. So what I found out was it's the the so the first movie that came out was in 2017, I think. It was called Murder on the Orient Express, and it's it it follows like the uh the main character is Kenneth Branagh who i forget his name in the book, in the the movie but the whole the whole like group of movies is based on 
a book series written by Agatha Christie. So it's like a murder mystery, like book thing. So the, the murder on the Orient Express, like I don't think really had anything to do with death on the Nile other than like Kenneth Branagh is the same, like the main character in both of them, some like French guy. Um, But it was just, it was just weird. It was just not good. Uh, There was a lot of people that were in it. So I thought like, I don't know, maybe this could be good. Um, but cause it was, uh, Gal Gadot, um, who the fuck else was in it? I don't know. I can't even remember who was in it because it just wasn't worth my time. Um, let me see death on the Nile. I can't even look it up when I original when I go to click it, it gives me the book instead. Um, I heard the book. Oh, back. Russell Brand. Russell Brand was in it. Uh, Army Hammer. Latita Wright, so the the sister from Black Panther. Um, Annette Benning, she's in it. But like, I don't know, it just not worth your time. Don't waste, uh, don't 10, waste your time. Yeah, go watch something else. <laughs> go watch Paint Dry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> go watch Harry Potter for like the thousandth time. Or like Star Wars or something. Don't just. That would be. That would be my first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that is going to do it for us. Uh, but before we go, Nick. Yeah. You like to grill? I do. I like to smoke things. Too. Like, yeah, you like to reality. smoke things. Uh, yeah, I, I, I smoke. I smoked some ribs over the week. Nice. Did uh yeah. did you happen to use any any seasoning or rub when you uh when you smoked your ribs? You know something? You know something? I used some seasoning. And the best part about it was I only paid 85%. Wow. Because I used the promo code. Oh, so sounds like you use grillyourassoff.com. So I did. <laughs> if you guys out there in the internet world go to grillyourassoff.com and use the promo code sarcasmpod you get 15% off of everything that you order, whether it's t-shirts, hats. I do it all the time. I buy, I I buy, I use my own promo code because why not? I don't want to pay full price on this. So I get 15% off uh, grillyourassoff.com by using the promo code sarcasmpod. You guys should do it too. It's great. I love that place. Uh, Also, if you're into sports betting, you could go to mybookie.com, use the same promo code sarcasmpod, and uh, they'll double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks over there. So shout out to mybookie.com as well. Uh, so <clears throat> thank you for watching on YouTube. Don't forget, uh, thumbs up, subscribe, rate, review, spread the word, all that, that fun stuff. Uh, subscribe wherever you listen to. Uh, what I saw the other day, we're in, uh, we got like four downloads in Italy and like three downloads in Iran. Oh, one shit, in, in let's go bangladesh Bonjour. someone in bangladesh apparently tried to listen to us probably that's a vpn yeah yeah that's definitely a vpn <laughs> <laughs> it's unless it's someone that's like trying to learn english and then at that point like why would you listen to why, us? wrong but, wrong yeah. wrong solution yeah definitely don't listen to us for english uh, um but uh yeah so tell everybody you know keep spreading the word uh, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. 
on Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks, Facebook at sarcasm speaks. The website is sarcasmspeaks.com. You guys all know the deal. Uh, I think that's all of it, right? Yep. Sounds good. So until next time, good night, everybody.